What's going on, hockey fans? Peter from YHH here. We've got a great Her Ice show on tap for you today. We're going to run down uh, Tuesday's best, the best thing that Tony saw last night because he went to a girls game. We're going to play a little games of the past, games of the future. We're going to jump off the diving board with some crazy girls high school theories based on some uh, little out-of-balance scores. So we hope you enjoy the show. Stick with us the whole way, and I promise it'll be worth it. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Am I gonna regret promising the listener that they're going to enjoy the show? Do I regret that already? No. Okay. No, there's too much good content, too much juice on the... In the glass. Too much juice in the glass. You don't have anything in front of you, and here I am with color-coded <laughs> I notes. Got, look, I got a whole board up here. You're weird, man. You don't You're need weird. notes. What do you, notes what do you mean you don't overrated. Whatever. Notes I don't want to argue overrated. with you already. Okay. How, how was your holiday? Last time we spoke, it was the day before Thanksgiving. Everything go okay? Wait, we spoke? That was the last time we spoke? Did well, we, that was the last we, time we did spoke we with sign language. On. Did we use sign language all weekend when yeah, we were together? F- flipping the bird every 10 seconds. Yeah, that too. Um, my Thanksgiving was phenomenal. It was myself, my wife, and my three kids exclusively for an entire day. That's phenomenal. You said off the air that it sucked. I did? Yeah. No, you said how was your holiday? Like like the whole five days oh. was a little much work-wise and not enough relaxation-wise. Not but, enough turkey. Uh, yeah, even like my relaxation was overboard. Like running a hockey tournament, running to a tailgate party at the University of Minnesota and running back was I don't just, know why you did that to yourself. Wait till you get married, okay? Just wait till you get married. Once the toothpaste comes out of the tube and you leave the arena, you know how hard it is to come back in and switch back into business mode? It's a little tricky. Yes, it is tricky. But uh, my wife had invited a whole bunch of people for the Wisconsin game. She's from Madison, and she's like, you need to be there and meet all these people. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm "I'm not going to the game because the game didn't matter. I mean, it was great that the Gophers won, but it did not have – Indianapolis ramifications so I said I'll go to the tailgate party so I did and getting out of the University of Minnesota parking lot that sounds terrible oh my gosh I don't know what childbirth is like but I know what getting out of a parking lot feels like it's very similar I hope I needed anesthesia I hope Debbie doesn't listen to this no the way you just trivialized childbirth (laughs) did any of your kids rush the field uh, all three were on the field. All yes. three were on the field. All right, great. Run around with their phones out like everybody else, yep. right? Yep. yep. You know, rushing the field used to look so cool, and now it just looks like a bunch of vloggers running to a central well, location. I thought that field rushing was uh, significant because they played the jump around song, and the Gopher fans had a lot of fun with that, which was the first time in a long time the Gopher fans have had a lot of fun at the Badger and Badger fans' expense. Yeah. So I was happy to see that. Uh, my Thanksgiving was also super fun. Did, did I ask? I didn't even ask. Did no, I? but I'm the one running the show right now because you keep shirking the responsibility <laughs> over to me. Uh, it was great. It was my my life partner, Lara, and I, and three out of four nieces and one out of four nephews. 
do I have three nephews? Wow. I think I have three nephews. Whatever. I had half of my brood. I have eight nieces and nephews. We had half half the brood. Uh, My brother-in-law and my sister and my folks. It was good. My parents got a turkey from Cub. Which yeah. turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to. Ours was from Cub too, and it was they they did the whole pack. It was like they got a turkey and sweet potatoes and stuff. We got that too. That we had, so we had the same you thing. Did, you did the hundred nineteen ninety nine one. We did the same one. thing. Once once my mother found out that. So let's rank the, the everything in the pack. I don't remember everything in the pack the, though. The cranberry. Well, there were the awesome. cranberry orange relish awesome. is terrible. Awesome. That was a ten out of ten. Horrible. It was awesome. The horrible. turkey was unbelievable. The turkey was actually good. Unbelievably I was, good. I was surprised. The sweet potatoes were a two out of ten. Maybe one and a half. The stuffing was four and a half. I thought the stuffing was good. Five maybe. I thought the stuffing. The was buns good. were a ten. You still can't have that. Still you have still some in my screw fridge. Up the buns. You know. Can't skip the buns. That's what I'm going to be eating for the next. So week. I'm glad that uh, Gwen and Deb have a little something in common. They both. It's easier though. They it's both shop so at a low tier of grocery store. It's just easier. See, I would yeah, have thought you'd be a fire leaser. It's funny you said when I was in charge a couple of years ago. I said I'll take care of it. I went to Lunds. You went to Lunds, right? It was probably more, but I just. Better. It just smells better it smells in the building. Better. I don't know. <laughs> there was one. It was just awful. It was. I think it was the stuffing was bad, or the this just wasn't good. Potatoes were fine. Yeah. Oh, it was the gravy that was awful. The gravy from was Cub? terrible. Terrible. From Cub or yeah. from Lunds? In the pack. Oh, gravy. I don't, I don't even remember what. You don't remember what the gravy? It was like. gravy was. Mm. I only ate. I one grew up plate. on. My mom made gravy like from scratch. Like from juices from the turkey and put flour and had her own little mix of gravy was unbelievable. So oh, anything less than that is just gross. She, she did the old school, like make the roux with the liquid and then yep. whisk in the flour, yes. let it get blonde and then yes. let it get dark and keep that whisking. That was mom's gravy. Yep. That was mom's gravy. Well, speaking of gravy, now that we've eaten up six minutes of everybody's time talking about Thanksgiving. It's fine. It's whatever. If you're still with us, congrats. Uh, best thing you saw last night, you got to go to a top five matchup girls game, Holy Family and Edina, while I was stuck at a stupid boys game. Actually, it was a pretty great boys game. It was closer to my house. But uh, tell me about last night's game. So after my birthday dinner. Uh, Happy birthday, it, by the thank way. Thank you. Um, 28. Um, the Yeah, born in 1920. <laughs> the... Um, the game got off to a late late start. That's why my uh, post game skate was a half hour after <laughs> You're yours. You're so mad about this. I hate that. You're so mad. I like about having this. more views than you. Sorry, we have little com- competitions here internally. Um, the I would say the biggest difference between Edina, I think I said this in the post game skate, is the depth. Uh, when you have Taylor Porthan, who's an elite O six player playing third line center when she's really more of a D, you know you're deep at D. And you know how good you're gonna be if you have that much depth where you get that much range. Taylor's playing center. It's weird to watch her play center. That's gonna pay dividends down the road for too, her though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. For for everybody. It's a nice problem. They to have. have Tori Anderson who's you know, she's an elite O seven. She's a they rock. Lolo Nelson Nobody got her first, first varsity goal. But, you know, then you could talk about the first line. You know, it's, it's Jane Keel, Hannah Halverson, 
and and Barrett Lindbergh, right? So established players, right? right? Awesome, right? That's a good first line. And then a second line is, I call it 15, 17, 19. Uh, 15 is Whitney Horton, who's our, our Jane Suring Jarvie uh, Player of the Year a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. So you know what kind of talent we're talking. And then Lauren Zawoyski, she's the missing link here. I'll talk about her in a second. And then is it Ellie Chapman? I don't know if I got her first name right. but So those Ellie. three, 15, 17, 19, uh, that makes up their second line. They are big. They are long, long arms, long legs. Um, but what I like most about this line is Lauren Zawoyski. She's blocking shots. She's winning pucks in in 50-50 battles like she always has. But what's different about Lauren Zawoyski today in 2021 than when she was a U12 and a U15, she's tall. She has grown. She used to be, would you consider when she was a youth, she was a small, fast type of player? Yeah. Now she's not small, fast. She's <laughs> tall, fast. And that means trouble for any, their, their second line's as good as anyone's first line. And that's why Dinah's a top two team in the state. So that's they're my. Gonna, they're going to be then, a top then, two team. And then Uma. I mean, just Uma just Cherry on shut top, down huh? them. Shut them down. Anytime that the Holy Family got close, they just got shut down. At, at some point, Uma's going to break every goaltending record. Everyone, yes. In the state, playing in the toughest conference and in she, the state. She was remarkable again last night. Anytime Holy Family got a little spark, she would put, put, it up, put the fire out. No pun intended. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's nice that we're talking about Holy Family because there was some breaking news that came over the wire like an hour news. ago. Yeah. Uh, Maeve Kelly, a former Ohio State commit, uh, kind of like Barrett Lindborg and Haley Maxwell on the Adina side. But Maeve Kelly has committed to Boston University where she'll join. No, because one of them's a sixth year. But there's half a dozen girls from Minnesota on the BU roster. Yeah. Uh, Martin, for sure. I could pull up their whole BU. Lacey Martin. Lacey Martin. Olivia sure. Hag, Kylie Roberts, Maggie Hansel. Listen to you. Ellie Larson, she's the sixth year, and then Haley Blinkhorn. Is there a Anna Klein? seems like when I'm doing girls. Uh, not not on scores. There's not an Anna on Klein BU, on, from Minnesota on every team. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, two. It's so funny. I'm like, there's what? one. Anna Klein? Yeah, there's one in, in UMD, Duluth. one at Penn State, I think. Or somewhere out east. I don't know. It's fun. Doing those uh, goal scores is a really fun exercise. You get to see where these girls end up playing yep. and how they perform. Uh, Natalie Heising seems to score every <laughs> week. Why is that yeah, a product? Why is that a, yeah. That's, I was going to ask you why. Doesn't BC? I don't know. Seem to pick up any of these Zero. Minnesota gals. It's like crickets. There's Nothing. six of them down the road at BU, but zero at BC. Yeah. Do you Nothing. have a theory? Ah, uh, BC probably doesn't. Their coaching staff doesn't want to spend the money to come out west. They have plenty of. There's. Think about it. I mean, but, every a, a lot. It's the premier Catholic institution in New England, right? Mm-hmm. BC that are. Or Holy Cross. Holy Cross is, is just starting to put an emphasis on athletics now. Well, you know, you get to, you get to go. That's one of the best schools on the East Coast. At, you know, so is BU. But, like, it's just it's a, it's a destination for girls from New England. So that would be my guess. Interesting. Well, I thought we might disappear down a, a better rabbit hole than that. Okay. But uh, the best thing I saw yesterday, 
and we went over this off air, but the most combined goals between two teams in a regular season game, according to the State High School website, it's 13, which that can't be true. Yeah. But if if that was true, then it was absolutely shattered last night. Moose Lake and Rock Ridge combined for 16. Hibbing, Chisholm, International Falls get 14. Breckenridge, Wapanen, and Morris Benson combined for 16. And New Ulm beats Worthington 18 to nothing. But the crown jewel of them all, Chisago Lakes, beats Matamidi 14 to 6. The two teams combine for 20 goals. Your reaction, go. So, you're more flustered by this than I am. Um, well, I didn't expect to see a football score between well, the Wildcats and the Zephyrs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got that. But, but like, are you shocked? I mean, there's... To see a, two teams combined for 20 goals in a game at the well, high school is, level? Is, yes. Is there, a, is there a minimum? Like, like I, I think you what, what, what gets clouded is that you go watch a lot of uh, boys hockey, right? Well, there's... There's 40% more teams of boys hockey. Uh, boys hockey is taken way more seriously than girls hockey in general from a training perspective statewide. Not where we hang out in the winner's circle, in the ba- in the power five, top fives. Yeah, those, those teams aren't allowing five, six, seven goals a game. But once you get out into, you know, the, some of those other, I'll call them middle tier or the lower tier teams, their goaltenders aren't you know, at Stobbard uh, training clinic every weekend or five days a week. It's just, it's not as serious a thing. And then you, then you lump that in with a a team that's got some superstars, international superstars like Danny Bergen, 14 goals are going to get put in the net. It's just going to happen. You're comparing Danny Bergen, who's won a gold medal for Team USA to the sacrificial, sacrificial lamb, Caitlin Galeazzi, who's an eighth grader playing her first varsity game and facing shots from yeah you know, and, and poor Matamidi I mean their girls program has never been able to get off the ground and part of it is their top players will leave to Hill Murray or leave to Gentry you know it's, it's been you can pull it off at the boys level they can pull it off at the boys level because there's so many more boys but the girls have been just completely depleted at Matamidi and if there any no one should be too shocked that Matamidi is struggling at the girls and they level. still put up six goals though yeah, six goals should be. An, imagine scoring six goals in a game and losing. Yeah, in running happened. in running time. It, it, it's just a matter of you know it's you know certain programs get the uh, get the dad or the mom that's influential, right? Well, look at look what happened in in Matamina. You have Nate Demars and Jesse um, Samper Samper, who have who are doing tons of great things at the boys' level at the boys' program. Well, there isn't an eight to bars and Jesse Samper at the girls' level, and some of their best pro players leave the program. So it is, it's going to happen, and I'm not surprised at all. Well, in that same vein, you want to run down the uh, what could happen in girls' high school hockey? We were talking about a Super League. You know, there's not going to be a Super League. The Super <laughs> League is already being formed. You just can't see it. It's just, it's, there's no boundaries. The Super League you're talking about happened in in uh, Premier League football or soccer, soccer. right? So it, it's happening right now. You just can't see it. You can see it happening, but it's not happening. Like, for example, uh, Andover, right? They have players from... North Five Dakota. Or North Dakota, Sartell, Hastings. I mean, they have players coming from all over the place. 
they're on that's a destination, right? Minnetonka's a destination. Breck used to be a destination. Warroad is a destination. Right? Let's not kid ourselves. There are kids. Kate Johnson's from from Grand Forks. They're picking up a goalie from somewhere out for next year. Nordics from, you know, uh, Kotlowski was from from Eau Claire. These are destinations. People go here to play to play with good teams to get good coaching. Like like we've been listing. There's a lot of great coaches. They are super programs. There are, and there is a power five, power eight. In each of the levels and the the haves and the have-nots, it just becomes, we just talked about it, it becomes less and less for the middle class. The middle class kids that just want to play, play hockey, like Simley, for example, there are very few Simleys out there right now. Very few There are very few Simleys who are having teams that are having success despite not having Division One commits on their team. Well, and the, the blowouts aren't even specifically relegated to that top tier. I mean, New Ulm just put up 18 goals in a game. I don't know the last time New Ulm put up 18 goals in a season. It tells me they're pretty good. And I think this is the same group that I saw over in South St. Paul when they were 12 Bs. They were dominant. They were so good. And what I remember vividly about that team is they had a group of nuns there at the game. There were like <laughs> six nuns at this 12B state tournament over in South St. Paul. And I thought it was the coolest photo. I was going to take these pictures of these nuns, and I'm like, mm, I better go ask these nuns if they feel comfortable being photographed. And they did not feel comfortable being photographed, so I respected that. And but do they feel the comfortable scoring 18 goals they do. in a single game? They do, okay. obviously. Winning, winning it for the Lord. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Games of the past. This one, uh, you and I both were excited for this one. Orono taking on Chisago Lakes, but a I think, revenge game for the I think Orono was excited too. And I don't think they were excited. I bet that bus was silent on the way over, just thinking about how they were going to give it to Chisago Lakes after losing in the section final last year. Spartans defeat Chisago 9-1. to one. Not surprised at the outcome. A little surprised that it got to be 9-1. to one. I just can't believe how many goals Chisago Lakes gives up, and that's all I'm going to say. Track meets, man. Yeah, it's going to be insane to watch. There's, I think they're, I think they're going to have more high-scoring games the rest of the year. You can make a case that they're the most entertaining team, Chisago, in the state. Not oh, the yeah. best, the Very. most entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I like that. I like that. Although I was quite entertained last night watching Edina play. They had so such great skating team. Yeah, you're such a purist. Sorry. <laughs> Centennial and Wyzetta, Centennial Spring Lake Park, uh, hanging with Wyzetta, one of the state's powers, a 4-1 to one victory for the, I'm assuming they're the Cougars. I don't think they're like the Coug Panthers or That's anything. That's a weird so one. We're going to go with Cougars. But uh, good for the Cougars getting a win over a legitimate opponent they didn't start the year with exactly murderers row games against burnsville forest lake champlain park coon rapids which uh went to overtime but uh a tie with elk river and a win over wyzetta cougars continue to trend in the right direction they had an injury <gasps> one of their prized seventh graders grace <gasps> lager we'll call it an upper body injury but she'll be out eight weeks damn yeah so well that's a bummer Big time bummer. That's it. No. For both. 
Well, yeah, for everybody involved. Speaking of the Trojans, Gentry Academy picks up a 3-2 win over YZ. Gentry has uh, very quietly seemed to right the ship after a slow start. They are officially 4-2 on the season. Surprised at all at the YZ score? Um, Yeah. Yeah, because we were very bullish on the Trojans yep. on last week's show, and they turned around and have two stinkers. Uh, this week, or the, in the past seven days, and they only managed twelve shots in that loss against Gentry. Yeah, how do you how do you go through an entire period with one shot on goal? Which team? Why is that? A- yeah, I, good question. That's how, that's how for Taylor, you, how do you not do for that? me, not for Tony. Tim for Taylor, not. not for Tony. All right. <laughs> now the uh, the team that made a new appearance in the rankings last week. Uh, is this North the same rankings where you knocked? Benilled out because they had, didn't win a game. Benilled is out for a variety of reasons. All right, we'll we get we'll them. get to the ra- rankings right goal. I think they're still a top ten team. We'll get to that in a second. But Northfield, who I moved into the top ten this week, which I thought was to, warranted. They, I thought it was too. They lose to Lakeville North, and then you just pumped the brakes hard in overtime. You. I did. And, I'm a sucker for shots on goal. I know some people aren't, I am but not. when you get outshot two to one in a game, there might be a little bit of a disparity. Who got sh- outshot? Northfield, Lakeville North outshot them thirty-one to six. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a that's not good. I and I still think they they'll be in the section final. I think Northfield will be in the section. I final. I think they will too. Maybe this is just a, a normal hiccup over the course of a season. I always get it confused. This is Farmington and Lakeville North section, right? No, Farmington's in one. Yeah, so is Northfield. We do this every week. Try to figure out who's in which section. No, Lakeville South's in three. Lakeville South is in one. One, okay. And then North North is in in three. three. I get them mixed up. I get them mixed up. There you go. That's okay. If, If it was the other way around, then I went to the section three final last year between Farmington and Lakeville South. Pretty sure that's not yep, the game. That has not changed. Simley, one of the most surprising teams. We of could the spend more time on Simley. We could do an entire episode on. We Simley. could, but and literally, we could it's do an the entire episode on Simley. And, and did you think before in our preseason show we would ever utter the two syllables Sim and Lee? I almost let go an expletive. Uh, bleep, no. I <laughs> no. did not think we would ever discuss ever. Simley. And we're going to talk about them again today. Well, I, right now I'm going to look up who their head coach is. That's a tease be. for later. There might be someone we want to talk to down the line. Uh, Simley, a 4-2 win over Eastview. Just they, say that one more time. Simley, a 4-2 four, four win over Eastview, who was a preseason top 10 team and who went to the Final Four last year. Yep. There you go. Not bad for Simley, huh? No. I think Simley is the surprise, surprise, surprise team. They have some nice numbers. Might have to dive a little deeper into that one. Yeah, well, we will. Do you think that makes Simley number five in Class A? Are we there? Is that... We're real? here. We're here. You're wringing yes, your hands. Yes, we have. You yes, very yes, we excited. are there. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You Good. have yes, this we look are on here. your face. We are there. All right, so this do you want to start segment. with double A or A? We'll start with A. This you is my okay. segment. We'll start with A. So, to me, that means Simley should move into the Class A rankings if they can beat a Class 2A preseason oh, yeah. top 10 team. I'm getting, oh, yeah. I'm no question about it. I'm not going to answer that. Okay, so here's the segments. Who's 
number five in class A, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll have a who's number four in double A discussion. I wish we had game show music. We should have Logged some. into the, should have into a little the roadcaster. Bit. There's like a drummer one in there. I, I've played around with it a couple times. Yeah, that that's the one you want, right? Okay. Hey, wait, wait. No, not that one. Okay, right. No, the blue one. The blue one. What blue Okay, one? right. The one you just hit. The first one you hit. Ready? One, wait, wait, wait. No, not that. Who is, who is number five in class A, Peter? Right there? Is that what you wanted? No. I like that one. <laughs> it's a mystery. Oh, it's a mystery box. Yes. Number five in class A right now, based yeah. on the eye test, overall talent, record, records, strength of schedule, records, mm. strength of schedules. I think it's Simley. You think it's? I also think it's Simley. But if I was going purely off reputation and overall talent of the roster. I put talent in air quotes because mm-hmm. talent can be deceiving. It would be South St. Paul. Yeah, absolutely. It would be South St. Paul. They haven't performed very well yet. No, but they've also played one of the state's best schedules as yep. they do every year. I'm pulling up their schedule right now. They're 1-3-1. and one, Not great. They tied Eastview, lost to Mound West Tonka, beat Cloquet, lost to Proctor Hermantown, lost to Orono. So three, all three of their losses have come against teams in the top five. Yep. It's pretty good. I still think Simley's play a tougher schedule. And they'll actually play each other this year because they they're in the same section. Friday, December 10th. Yeah, mark that one down. Right after South St. Paul plays Warroad and Breck. And you and I will be in Blaine or You don't know that. Yes. You I'll, might be I'll able to sneak away. You could sneak while. away for that one. Did you I won't think, be able to sneak away. Did you, you ever think be. that, you know, you, you would sneak away for a game like in Edina and over? Yeah, absolutely. But have you ever thought about sneaking away for a game between South St. Paul and Simley? If I can, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just need the staff to, to man. We have two buildings for, for an event next weekend. So The last time I saw Simley was in a section final. Girls or boys? Girls. Really? At the Invergrove Heights community Ooh, center i think they still have some of those same girls that's a beautiful building by so the way. so we are in agreement number five is simley but south st paul has a claim to it yep. talent wise a couple yep. of other teams that could make a case fergus falls yep. which just topped river lakes yes. which was a state tournament team yep. last and a very good year team. a very good team and then holy angels who is this you have them there and five I, you, and you, you, you you know you stunned me when i when i was Digging through the rankings document on Monday, I was like, holy angels. And again, my brain was mush after a long, long weekend. I didn't get a chance to get the justification. So I figured, Peter, what is your justification for making holy angels number five? They beat Simley. <laughs> they beat Simley, who beat Eastview. All this Simley talk. Who beat. Yeah. We could play transitive property. Well, they went to rankings. overtime with, with um, Rosemont. What, Eastview? Yeah. Or Simley. No, Rosemont and Eastview went to overtime. And Eastview beat Simley. Simley beat Eastview. It's right there. Right there. <laughs> it's right on the board. It's it's right on put it on the board. Yeah. Uh moving on to class two A. Who's number four? Because we have the established the, big three. The big three. Minnetonka. Tonka and over and that's where all of the talent, all the talent has, has, has found their way to those three communities. True? Lots and lots of talent, like an abundance of talent. And talent 
young talent too because yeah. it's not like any of those programs has you know 15 seniors on the roster and they're all going to graduate Andover is consistently playing seven freshmen yeah seven seven yeah amazing so who is number four holy family I saw them last night Stillwater Centennial and you have who do you have there now? Who does Peter have in his right now? It's Centennial, Centennial Spring Lake Park. They've beaten everybody they're supposed they're, to beat. They're they're the number four, but I would argue that Stillwater will be in the state semis. Okay, I just I think that that's a four or five game, and I in in because the well no yeah the big three will be in state, right? Because yes. they're all in separate sections. Now it's a battle for the 4-5 game. And I think the 4-5 game, if it were held today, would be Centennial coming out of 5 and Stillwater. Coming out of 4. Coming out of 4. You never know, though. You never know. Gentry or still or Hill Murray. But if I still think they're the best team right now. So I think Stillwater just a little bit more seasoned than Centennial. Just a touch. But I like where they are right now. Just a touch. But Centennial goaltender Caitlin Gross has been unreal. Unreal. They have the edge and goal. Is that fair? Um, no. Lily Timmons? Come on. She's good, but is she uh, Caitlin they're, Gross good? They're, they're a horse apiece. Wow. Or a pony apiece. A, po- <laughs> a pony apiece. Well, you just ticked yeah. off uh, the names of five teams who coincidentally went to state last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, does Centennial really go to state? I think they did. They won the section. <laughs> they had a really good – I think they had a shot against Edina. Yeah, I, I think – Totally honest. You know, you're talking about two section favorites here, and then Holy Family. After what I watched last night, again, okay. I hope Randy Keppel doesn't listen to the show. If he does, he'll probably kill me for saying this. I don't think they're deep enough to hang with Minnetonka, and we've had this discussion multiple times on our on our pods just in three weeks, that you can talk about depth – but the goaltending is a big question mark um, in Minnetonka. I don't know. If, it's not a big question mark in Holy Family. And you've seen playoff hockey so many, so many times. And when you have a goaltender like uh, Holy Family does, anything can happen. So Sedona Blair could be the difference. I saw it last night. She was pretty good last night, but I saw the difference last night in what Uma you know, Uma is on a completely different level than than Sedona Blair and Caitlin Gross and some of these. She shuts everything down. She closes the door. Um, and their team is not a true Edina, you know, team right yet. But I think by the end of the year, I think it'll be the best team in the state. Do you mean that insofar as they don't have an Emma Connor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's girls that just. Katie Davis, I mean, some hand of them, them the puck and say, "Hey, go, score. go, just go get it." They don't. They have one or two game changers. Hannah Halverson's a game changer. Um, I think that that's what makes them special. But again, one game series, you know, shorten that bench. I think that uh, I, I didn't see any bench shortening last night from from Holy Family. They were just rolling their lines. They were getting their decent experience. Um, so don't know played pretty well, but you know, she 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 say. Faced 42 shots and let in four goals. So she was still in a 90 percentile. No. Can't, so. can't fault you there. So are you going to take Holy Family as your number four? Nope. I, I'm, I'm, nope. If, wait, if, are how you waiting? Ranking, how rankings work, the, I think that Centennial is number four. 
You're going to take Centennial number four. Okay. But that's how rankings work. They're they're undefeated. They were our preseason number four. They're staying at number four. I mean, how do you even... Stillwater hasn't lost. Stillwater is three and one. Well, they lost to Tonka. They lost to Tonka in overtime. Yeah, and I still think that's a quality win. I'd say a quality loss. But my my point is that when it's subjective rankings, this is not a computer formula ranking. It's just subjective. Then you're not going to weigh, at least I'm not going to weigh certain victories against another. Right. Because you can only play who's in front of you. Right, but the loss, Stillwater's loss to Tonka is actually a good loss. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Abs- that doesn't absolutely. that does not get a check mark against you, but no, the fact that no, they no. have held serve right now, Centennial has held serve. It's a is a good loss for Stillwater. Right. They're going to get Benil St. Margaret's tomorrow if they win that one. Well, they will because Benil St. Margaret's hasn't won a game yet. <laughs> <laughs> so if the trend continues, I'm just kidding. That's Benilde. so mean. I'm just kidding. That's so mean. So for you, it's Centennial at number four. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yep. So you're agreeing with my rankings? Yes. Not the Holy Angels one, but everything else <laughs> I agree with. Well, it's but re- once you told me they beat Simley, I was like, what do you like, What do you want me to do? I agree. What do you want me to I'm, I'm I love it. It's here. a new team. We want new teams. Holy Angels? Simley and Holy Angels in the t- discussion? That's exciting to me. That is exciting. You want to do uh, pick them games or other games first? We'll do other games and then we'll other games picks. first. Do you have some news too, like the some recruiting news you wanted to talk about? I already mentioned it, Maeve Kelly. What about Vivian Jungles? That was after we our already show. talked about. We that. did talk about that show yes, last we did. week. Did we? Did we? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know how long we we spent an entire segment talking about Jungles and Enright switching from the U to Wisconsin. Okay, oh, I already did. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Maybe, I got one. Maybe if you took notes, I got one. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I do have one recruiting new, news it nugget. Little nugget. It's nugget, not really nugget, that nugget, nugget, important nugget. Um, to our listeners, but it's it's kind of a global news. I haven't tweeted this out yet, but uh, got word that Kelly Gorbatenko, she's from uh, Chicago Mission, Sh- Chicago Mission U nineteen. She's widely considered the best recruit in the country. Stud. And she committed to Wisconsin. There he didn't weep. There's her there's her Instagram. University of Wisconsin. There it is. So another feather in the hat for Mark Johnson's uh, you know. He's building an army. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's a big news. And I, I bring it up because it's relevant to our discussion with you know re- related to our the girls here that we cover in Minnesota where they go to play college and what colleges are are doing well and Ohio State and Wisconsin are doing great so if it were easier to track a paper trail i would be curious to see if gorbatenko had ever played any off-season stuff with jungles or enright that'd be interesting you mean to try to see if they aligned each other well, yeah, because kids are the best recruiters. Yeah, so you I'm go sure to, you national, go to camps. national camps. National camps? If you think about it, but Gorbatenko, I think, is like an 05. And Enright is an 04, and Jungles is an 03. So I don't think they were. Gorbatenko is an 04. Oh, she's an 04. She's she a late 04. 04. Okay, sorry. And she's from Barrington, Illinois. Yeah, she's but she's a St. junior, Louis. though. She's a late 04. So she's yeah. a junior. She's on that uh, World Junior yes, she is. roster. And that's where we'll get a chance to see her and see how she compares to some of these other Minnesotans that are playing there, too. I talked to a dad at NAFES who'd asked if I'd ever seen Gorbatenko play. And I said, you know, I don't remember if I had. And he said, 
if if you had seen her, you would remember. Yes. So that's how Love good Kelly that. Gorbatenko is. Love hearing that. Well, she won't be playing in this game. Our first game to keep an eye no, on she because won't be of playing. the implications. A Metro West battle between Chaska Chanhassen and Bloomington Jefferson. And the reason this game is interesting is Jefferson's undefeated and they are ranked in some polls. They aren't in ours. We're smarter than that. LOL. Jefferson. <laughs> Sorry, Jefferson. Although they tromped into our building last Friday night, all of the Jefferson girls players. and It was scary. Yeah, it was. It was there was like scary. eight or ten of them all came of in there. Like, why aren't we on right ten high, website? Ten high school girls standing in the tournament office. With, with uh, uh, what are those called? Brass knuckles and Brass nunchucks knuckles. and stuff like that. They wanted, <laughs> they wanted to be ranked, and we refused uh, despite their threats. Uh, I did offer a peace offering to them. I said, if you beat Chaska Chan on Thursday night next week, well, I said this last week, we will bring the shucker on. Grace Shuck will be on, interviewed in our studio. Uh, I don't know how that's going to go. If they do win, I'm kind of hoping they win just because it would be fun to see her on the show and have our first female guest be the shucker. Well, you think about programs that have been through so much oh. in the last six to eight months. It's nice to see Jefferson. They're they're winning now. Um, they've got a couple of players that are over double-digit points when last year I think they struggled to get one player to double-digit points. Right. And the unfortunate passing of head coach Mike Ryan, a lot of those players are were his players last year. So, hey, if they beat Chaska Chan, I think that makes them legit in the Metro West. I think they can do it. I think they can do it. And then, you know, if they beat if they beat Chaska Chan, wh- wh- why, what says you can't beat uh, Benilde. Benilde? But you know who else is in that conference now? Orono. Orono. <laughs> I don't know about that. That, that, team's, that team's a top five double-A team. There you go. I just said it. Orono oh. is a top five double-A team. Wow. Here, here comes the bomb sound effect. That didn't work. That's a drum. There you go. <laughs> Close enough. Say it again. Orno is a top five double A team. That's what I should have put in there. Who's number five and four double A? You can make an argument. Orno is as good as Centennial, Stillwater, and Holy Family. I can't wait to get out and see them. They were so good last year. I haven't seen them yet this year. Uh, Holy Family, NYZ, another game that we're not going to make a pick for, but is an interesting game nonetheless. Holy Family trying to bounce back. I think after, both teams have a little something to prove after the last couple of, games, yeah. right? Holy Family gets knocked around a little bit. 4 nothing to a dino. YZ yeah. drops a game against unranked, yeah. unranked Gentry. Um, yeah. The winner of this one That's a good game. can officially move on from past heartbreak. Here's another good game is the Edina-Hill-Murray game. Um, Talk I think about teams with something to prove. Yeah, Hill Murray's got a lot to prove coming out of their first. They they stumbled out of the block. Would you like to? Is that a good phrase for them? Uh, stumbled is one way to put it. Trip and fall flat on their face. No, they didn't trip and fall flat on their face. They lost by one to Stillwater, who's a borderline top five team, and they lost to Wyzetta. They've bounced back with three consecutive shutouts over Eden Prairie, North Wright County, and Blaine, and it looks like they have last year's all-conference goaltender, Grace Jean. Jean. Jean Jean. Jean Jean. Um, I think Grace Jean might be a you know candidate for player of the year type thing. She's such a good goalie. She's so young. Yeah, sophomore. She had a 17 save. Never stopped us in the past. County. We, we had Haley no, Hanson it, it last has, year. But it also, for a player that young, it also has to be this perfect storm. Of right. Team goes deep at the yep. state tournament. You have 
sparkling numbers, all that stuff. So Grace Jean, definitely someone to keep an eye on. Thankfully, she is back for the Pioneers. I still don't think that they have a shot against Edina, but that's okay. If they put on a good show, if they only lose by one or something, then maybe that bodes well for yeah. the rest of the season. Now we got some picks, don't we? Now we have some picks. And this is one of my personal favorites, a District 2 Suburban East battle, Forest Lake, yes. taking on Roseville tonight. Isn't it fun when you're on like uh, a high school show and you bring up the youth districts or you're on a you're on a high school, sh- you're on a youth show and you start talking about Lake Conference? I was like kind of mashing up the, the districts and the sections and all that other stuff. Well, I just that remember. Throws, throws the listeners off or keeps them on their toes at well, least. Well, these, these teams have played against each other as well, their whole life. youth players and, and now again as high school players. So who do you like? You like Forest Lake? You like Roseville? Mm, don't know much about either team. So I'm going to go with the upstart Rosevilles in this one. And I haven't taken any notes, so this is just straight from the top of my head. There's got to be a reason you put this on here. You probably have some stats or some power play percentages or something. I don't really. I just thought it was an interesting game because these teams are essentially battling for uh, second place in the Suburban East. But I would say that Forest Lake is sliding backwards, Where and I think Roseville is coming up. How's that for my take? I like that as a – okay. As a seven-year member of the Roseville Association, you know, I can't, uh, I can't get too upset. I was no. also going to take Roseville. All right, all right. Lakeville South and Rose Mount. <laughs> this is easily the best one of the of the four because nobody knows who's going to win this game, right? You got the you got Rose Mount, who's got Whitney Tuttle's arguably the hottest player in the state, if not the hottest player in the state, um, and then you have. Uh, one of the best lines in the state with Lakeville South. Oh, Tremba and Claire Enright. I think, based on what I saw with Rosemont, it'll come down to their goaltender, Rishmiri. Is that anyone? Oh, my gosh. If you're not going to get it right. I don't even know. I'll never don't get even, it right. Chihalu. Chihalu. Um, it will come down to her. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, here, I'll even make another prediction. I'm going to take Lakeville South. In overtime. You're going to take Lakeville South in Over overtime? Over Rosemount. Rosemount loves their overtime. Oh, man. So there you go. Just to be give fun. Me, give me Rosemount in overtime. Okay. Give All me right. Rosemount in overtime. We'll go to overtime. And Whitney, Whitney Tuttle will score. Oh, the, yeah, the for fifth win. time or fourth time. <laughs> uh, Benilde and Stillwater. Stillwater. You hate. Benilde. I'm trying you so hard. Trying you don't even so, have them in the top 10. I'm trying so hard. Look at all that talent on the team, and they're not in your top 10. Come I'm on. I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Stillwater. I yeah. Can't. All right. Team hasn't won a game yet. And I was chatting with uh, a couple of Benilde parents, and they did point out that they play one of the most difficult schedules in the state. Very true. But still haven't won a game yet. Now they'll get into the Metro West and start. Collecting wins. And start clobbering yeah. Hopkins, St. Louis Park or yep. something. Yep. Uh, to round it out, the number one teams in both Class AA and Class A, Warroad and Andover, and before anyone says, well, it's going to be Andover, there is a precedence. Preced, preced, precedent. Precedent. Thank you. For the number one team in Class A defeating the number one team in Class AA. I saw Breck. it with my own eyes. Multiple <laughs> Multiple times. times. Breck's. Uh, state championship teams beat Edina's championship teams. And 
it's awesome saying that, especially to any Dinah dad or mom, because this is what happens. Yeah, but you lost a brick, and then they just roll their eyes like, well, yeah, those shots were like 62 to 14. <laughs> they can't, they just can't accept that they lost. You know, they just can't accept it. It happened. They lost two tournaments in a row, the the Walzer Cups in a row, to good old Breck. Nothing funnier than to watch that happen, especially when a lot of those Breck kids are Edina kids that we're playing. But too. you mean to say that you bring this up to Edina parents and they don't yeah, automatically they do, go, they, they don't get mad. They just roll their eyes and scoff at you. you know? Maybe it was one of them that broke your window at that tournament one time. What tournament? When? Somebody broke your window at the big parking lot, right? Oh, and didn't yes. take anything. I, I think yeah, it's a, it was I just a disgruntled. That. I think, it was, I think a, it was one of those disgruntled parents. parents. No, I think it was kids. A disgruntled kids. kid. No, there was just some, some Bloomington kids because they got a few different windows that day. Rude. Yeah. All right, Ward and Andover. What do you think? I'm going Ward. You're going to go Ward. Okay. I'm, and again, we keep track of these, so I'm putting my reputation on the line here you are uh i like this team um they're they're that they, you saw them skate with the double a benilled unranked double yep. a benilled uh, i think they'll put they can put it all together and come down they're, they're not intimidated is it the friday night or the saturday after it's a saturday afternoon game this is a saturday afternoon i think they'll uh i think they'll win uh i'm gonna take andover but i would say if there's a coach in the state that is wily enough to stay with Andover as a single A program. It's Izzy Marvin. Yeah, Izzy might just bust out some crazy formation or pull the goaltender in the first period or something <laughs> just to give you the extra attacker. He'll he's just he's a wily coyote man. He might just have some weird he is weird strategy in his in his brain. He is. And uh, speaking of crazy, wily coyote coaches, Dave Palmquist, another one of those, and he's running the Red and Black League, which this show is brought to you by. So a huge shout-out to the Red and Black League for bringing them. It's a great league for uh, young ladies to join, whether it's the spring or the fall. Uh, Red and Black League is... Uh, uh, you can go to redblackleagues.com. Uh, the Hanson family puts on an amazing league with kids from all different uh, associations, high school teams, JV players, varsity players. It's a great way if you're if you're playing tennis or golf or softball in the spring or soccer in the fall or volleyball in the fall. You still want to keep this get the skates wet, keep keep fresh and play before tryouts or after the season's over, check out redblackleagues.com. Dave Palmquist is now a big part of it, and I'm excited to see how this thing flourishes in the next couple of years. And remember, kids, it's the only fall league for girls that tracks statistics. <laughs> that was a good shot there at the Elite League. It's not a shot. It's just common knowledge. It's true is what it is. It's just common knowledge. It is. No doubt with, about with it. With Dave Palmquist behind it, maybe we'll see some Elite League players defect over to the Red and it Black might, League. It'll slowly but surely. I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. But, well, uh, I can't hold my breath. I have asthma, so if I held my oh breath, my I might gosh. die. And you and you have a life partner, too. So, God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of almost dying, uh, Pickham's last week, you absolutely dominated me. So your record is now five two and two, and I am three four and two. So You're under five hundred, just like your just hail, like your Thanksgiving picks. All hail the king. So I 
this Andover, this world pick is. I'm you're a little, going out on a. Limb. I'm going on a limb there. Just, just why not, right? I've got a little Vegas money. I'm going to play with it. I'm going to put it on the, uh, the Warriors. I think the Warriors could pull it off, and I, I'm just doing it based to bring up that point that 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 a. One A team has beaten a two A team a couple times, so just love making that discussion and pointing it out. The precedent has been set. Yes, I don't think that it will prove to be the rule. I don't think so Saturday. either. But you know what? I'm going to live with it. You're going to live with it, and everyone who has stuck with us this whole time has learned to live with these voices, creating little earworms inside their ear canals. So for Tony Scott and for Peter Odney, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you around the rinks. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool